uh, last time, after reuniting the pieces of the horn, the WCC met with Chilon in their office and they explained how Promis had blocked off the door to the Feywild because he was attempting to keep a great evil out. However, if the doors to the other planes were opening, then the evil force had infiltrated them and it was too late to try and keep it out via Promis' plan. They needed to open up the doors and find the four great mothers, Material, Feywild, Underdark, and the Nine Helms. Before they departed, Groner requested that Dryadel attempt to help Franklin with his condition. Even allowed Talel to join him and Geg in returning to the Sky Skimmer, where Talel asked to see what rooms they had, revealing a lever on the side of the door that allowed them to cycle through rooms, discovering one locked by blood magic. Even called in Desri to see if she knew anything about it, terrifying Talel, who screamed enough to bring Cormeth and Groner running. Cormeth treated Talel with suspicion and intimidated him into silence. Grana entered the room, sealed by Elris, and found a tome describing some of his most secret rune circles used for planar travel, and Talel helped to point out how he could use them to move planes. He even returned Talel to Leodrell, and the party began to make their way to the Great Frozen Waste, but not before they were jumped by a group of Arsenian hobgoblins. One thing that I just want to make sure that is known is there is advantage on attack rolls against me for the next turn. Cool. I'll put it Wrote it there. down so that I would remember. Yep. <clears throat> I, I tried to write down what we had to remember. I, plus two I, I had Wrath of Nature active. Mm-hmm. The roots were restraining one of the goblins. And I think yeah. on there, on my next turn, the trees will do damage. Yes. Yeah, I think, yeah, that sounds right. Cormie's Wild Surge created some flumes to help us, and we got through one and a half rounds. Yes. Got it. All right, Yeevan, it's your turn. All right. I am going to cast a <sighs> spell. <laughs> gonna do it. I All right. Wow. He's going to do it. Everybody, it's watch out. Start. Stand back. <laughs> I'm going to do some magic. He's got a dictionary. He's going to do I, some spelling. I, <laughs> I'm going to cast a fourth level shatter like right here and catch these two rumble buns. Sick. Uh, that's a DC 16 constitution saving throw that both of them need to make, or they'll take 5d8 thunder damage. They will constitute. That's an 18 and a 12. Okay, 18 passes, 12 fails. How much damage is it? Uh, it's not a ton. It's 12 damage to the one who failed and six to the one who passed. Okie dokie. And then I'm gonna give Koromith some bardic inspiration because it seems like he might want to use that at some point. And that's my turn. Cool. That's going to be the one who is in front of Geg, who is going to move slightly and then cast Fireball. Mm. Oh, shit. Uh, so Geg, Yeevan, and Grana, all of you make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Oof. That was a five. Yeah, Geg got uh, an eight. I got an 18. Okay. So Yeevan, you are going to save 34 damage. Uh, so Yeevan, you'll take 17. 34? Uh, yeah. 
Well, I'll need to roll for concentration. I don't know how to do that. Um, so uh, you will, you'll roll, and I believe that'll be a DC 17 concentration, which is a constitution saving throw. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right. Constitution saving throw. Whoops. <laughs> no, <laughs> that did not land in my box at all. Um, oh, 16. Oh, man. Okay. I rolled a 15 plus one. No. All right, so uh, this this enormous fireball comes and uh, hits Gag, who didn't have much of a shot of jumping out of the way because he's right in front of this. Uh, oh my God, he takes double on fire. <gasps> you see, Gag looks really bad. Uh-oh. Oh, um, Gag. Gag is just on fire. Can we start the session over? <laughs> <laughs> Please? <laughs> no. I don't like where this is going. I lost my concentration. <laughs> Gag is almost dead. Suddenly, a fog descends uh, over part of your battle way. All right. Grana. Well, <laughs> I'm Yo, sad because I lost my concentration. That's all right, but it seems like it's a decent fight now. Oh, I'm, insi- I'm inside been. the fog. Like You're Inside the fog. I'm assuming anything attacking out of it would take some sort of, you know, uh, disadvantage. So... I'm wrapped up in the fog, baby. I am calculating. If I cast Moonbeam right here, can I get both of these guys? It's a five-foot radius. Uh-huh. Cool. I'm going to do that. And yes. let's see. And then it becomes a two. Oh, yeah. That, I like I'll this. do that at a fourth level. Okay. Do they need to roll something? Um, hang on a second. A silvery beam pill light shines down five foot radius until a spell ends. Dim light fills the cylinder. When a creature enters a spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it is engulfed in ghostly flames. Okay, okay so I'll so put a little indicator there. On, yeah, on the start of their next turn, they'll have to make constitution saving throws. And if they're shape changers, they'll have to make it with disadvantage. Oh, they're not. Okay. Well, yeah. worth <laughs> nice, a try. Nice little yeah. probe there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's the moonbeam looking pretty mad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do anything else with your action? Ooh. Question. Let me see. Moonsaw Sokka kissing okay. Zuki. Maybe you can move towards Gag or something? What would that do? Well, you'd be in a prime position to maybe heal him if you get a chance, or somebody would. Um, Moon, no, I can't really right now. Moonbeam oh, is already concentration, and the gotcha. only healing effect I have is uh, healing spirit, which is gotcha. also concentration. Yeah, Gag is your healer, so. Yeah, Gag is the healer. Well, yeah, but when the healer dies. Well, he's not dead, so he pla- can't heal himself. Place his own hands onto his chest. Yeah. I do it all the time. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, yeah. uh, Cormeth, you are in all right. a big thing of fog. And can I see? So the 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 commander dude and I were like square face to face. I'm assuming I can still see that person, or maybe like even just like a little faint. I imagine you know where he is. Um, you have a general idea of where he is, uh, but you will have disadvantage on attacks against him. Okay. Um, I, I suppose you could just say you, you can't tell me. Does that also go the other way? Well, nope. You yes. know what? I'm not okay. So, so then, uh, <laughs> this is this is a magical fog. It's fucking dense. 
It's not like a regular fog. It's not uh, like it, okay. San Francisco didn't just appear here in yeah, the, a one. corridor to Leotrell. I, the reason I asked the other one is because now they have disadvantage on advantage. So. Yeah, it's just regular. Woo. All right. Um. So, okay. Um. I'm going to remember that it was right in front of me. I'm going to say, you're not going to get away this easily. And I'm just going to go ahead and swing Doom Cutter. Doom Killer. Um, it's Doom Killer. Is it? Uh, yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it. Uh, let's see here. So that's a 19 to hit or um, a 20, or a, sorry, 26. So 19 to hit? That does not hit. Okay. Uh, you're, uh, you you uh, strike out towards a shadow, um, but it turns out to be uh, just that. Get over here, you coward! I'm gonna, that's gonna be another 19. So, no, I mean, I might as well just not even roll the next one. I guess right. if it's a critical failure or a critical success, I don't know. I will roll the next one. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, that'd be a 28. Cool. Okay. Are you doing anything else with your turn? Mm, I am going to cast Detect Magic. Okay, you're in a big cloud of magic fog. Uh, does it, like, is it from any particular school? Like, can I tell where this, what, what kind of like school of magic this fog is from? Conjuration. Okay. Okay. Wow, it's so much easier when I don't make up my own spells. <laughs> oh, let's see. And I saw the movement. I'm going to crouch. I don't know if that will even do anything, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Corbeth crouches. Now he's just <laughs> five feet tall. It's not right. a bad idea, honestly. <laughs> uh, that's yeah, that's it. Gag. Uh, gag is going to go... Ugh. You're just going to stop, drive, and roll a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You do see as Gag brushes this fire off, uh, some of the burns heal up. He's looking okay. much more vital. Slightly better. <laughs> and then he takes a shot of whiskey. <laughs> nice. Gain 1d4 more. All right. He gains, he gains two more hit points. Now he looks great. <laughs> Ready to fight. All right, so that is going to be Orange, who's going to start their turn. What do they need to do in the Moonbeam? Concentration saving throw, or Constitution. God. Yeah, I feel getting, them, getting them mixed up. That's an H. That will fail. <laughs> All right, so I got it will kill. Uh, fourth level, right? Yeah, so I got to roll 40, 10. Nice. Eight plus two is 10, 15. And 20. 20. That right. is, yeah, uh, specifically radiant damage. 20 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, this hobgoblin looks really, really hurt after this moonbeam. Good. Um, and they are going to um, <laughs> exit the moonbeam. <laughs> Fair. Um, and they are going to uh, move in between Rana and Yevon and make a... Uh, uh, they're going to pull out a large sword and swing uh, once at each of you. Uh, first at even since he's on the right side. Uh, that is a 12 to hit. I can't imagine that hits. It does not. Against Grana, it's a 21. Yep, that'll hit. Um, that is going to be um, 11 piercing damage. Um, and actually, actually roll concentration okay. again. So that will be, yeah, a DC 10. God damn it. That was a four. God damn it. I lost my concentration. 
Well, now you. Oh, damn it! I hate my life. I hate this. You gotta get. Stop you it. gotta get some constituted in you. Moonbeam goes away. Okay. <sighs> uh, the other hobgoblin there is now going to start their turn. I guess they're gonna run in and do the same thing, except based off of this, both of their hits are gonna go towards Yeevan. That's uh, an 11 to hit and a 20 to hit, a dirty 20. 20 hits. Um, You see this one looks angry. They swing down at you and do 10 piercing damage. And then you see a glint shine across their blade. Uh, They are going to do some extra damage to you. Is it a spell? No, Uh, that is eight additional uh, piercing damage. And then uh, a 20 to hit, Karmith. Do I get advantage on that? As in, like, if it's a 20, do I get to win? Uh, Ty goes to the attacker, so okay. you'll you'll get okay. hit. Okay. Um, Karmith, again, while you are in this cloud, you do see another red glint. You take 24 piercing damage, but I believe you're in a rage, so you only take 12. Yeah. Can I, uh, uh, really quick, uh, at, I guess maybe it's a reaction. Can I tell where that red glint is coming from? You could roll a perception check. I definitely want to. Um, yeah, it's a nine. No, um, it's it's so quick. You see it out of the corner of your eye. This uh, whoever did this slashed at like your side, so you're you're not able to locate them. Okay. Uh, you do see for a moment they they you hear the whoosh of a blade, but it completely misses you. <laughs> um, and then that's a twenty-one and a fifteen, so only one of those will hit. Yep. Uh, fourteen damage total, so just seven damage. All right. Um, and that's gonna be the boss. Who? Um, really quick, just, okay, because I, I think I already know the answer to this, but this is something I just added to my character and I haven't had a chance to use it. That red flash, was that a spell or was that an effect from the weapon? It was not a spell. I didn't, okay, I didn't think so. Just thought I would check. Yeah, same thing with, same. it was the same exact thing that happened to Eden. Okay. Um, so <laughs> the boss is going to make three attacks, um, but all with... Oh, but they're all regular because... Yep, they're all regular. <laughs> and I think this will be the end because assuming that, that yeah, because since I've gone again, we're coming up to the end of this turn, I imagine. Yeah. Um, this is the end of the di- my disadvantage. Okay. Um, so that's a 14, a 19, and a 21. Yeah, the 21 hits. All right. So then that will be... Oh, God, that <laughs> poor roll. Uh, seven damage halved to four. <laughs> the keep boss. it coming. Yeah, <laughs> keep it coming. Uh, even. All right. I'm kind of in a bind here. I want to get rid of this wizard, but I also need to make sure that these two hooligans next to me don't yuck me up. So I am going to cast confusion. Okay. Nice. And I am going to cast oh, this so that it. It hits the uh, hits orange and blue here. Oh, both uh, of them. Yes, because it's a it has a area effect. Okay. <laughs> of a sphere of uh, of ten feet. So. Cool. Uh, and then they need to both make wisdom saving throws with a DC. Oh, they're strong suit. I kind of figured. You know? <laughs> That's a four and a five. Hey, they both <laughs> fail. So now they're both confused. Yes. Right. Dude, good move, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, I am glad that I... Confused. I'm going to put this broken skull image for confused because their brain is like, huh? That seems reasonable. Uh, I like it. Okay. 
Uh, can then, you read the effect of confusion? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, spell right, assaults. Maybe I'll read it then. <laughs> yeah, spell assaults and twist uh, creatures' minds, spawning delusions, and provoking uncontrolled action. Uh, an affected I- target can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each of its, each of its turns to determine its behavior for that turn. At the Excellent. end of each of its turns, the affected creature can make a wisdom saving throw. If it succeeds, the spell ends. Excellent. Excellent. This is good. Also, really um, dig the way you were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's yeah. just long. Oh, okay. And, okay, and then I'm going to give some bardic inspiration to. Oh wait, I can't drink a potion as a bonus action, right? That's a, that's no. an that's a full action. Yeah, you can't. Then I will give bardic inspiration to a bloody gag. Yeah. Nice. Hey, uh, Gangster, uh, way to put out the fire. Hey, you Gangster. Hey, you little <laughs> Gangster. Way to put out the fire, buddy. All of a sudden, Gang's on, like, Jersey Shore. <laughs> hey, uh, keep hey. it up. Um, all right, cool. That's going to be the wizard. Gag and Yeevan are going to have to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, I got a nat 20. Cool. Oh, nice, dude. Gag got a 13. So what's the inspiration die again? D8? Uh, 1D8. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. a 6. Oh, Hell yeah. yeah. So Gag gets a 21 or something. Uh, good. <laughs> I didn't actually do real math. I just knew it was good enough to save. Uh, springs out of the way of this thunder wave. Um, nice. You're still both going to take half damage. Uh, I shouldn't because I got a net twenty, right? That's true. You don't take you don't take damage, uh, but Gag will take <laughs> four damage, which is fine. Also, if, is that Hang thunder on, or lightning damage? Uh, this is thunder damage. Okay. Wait, hold on, hold on. Holy shit! I have been doing Gag a fucking disservice. I have just discovered. Or maybe it's just in this most recent level, but I've just discovered that Geg is resistant to all kinds of attacks except for fire. What? Oh. <laughs> oh. How well, the fuck did he get that? He's a fucking well, paladin. His god keeps him safe. The biggest Damn. damage he's taken has just been from fire. So yep. yeah, I feel like all the other stuff has been semi-inconsequential. He's, but- he's now just going to take two damage instead of four. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. So, shit. That's all damage? All damage except fire damage. All damage except for fire, which he's vulnerable to because he's a frog. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, I mean, look, he's got that amphibian skin, dude. So then does he just take regular damage against fire? Uh, no. Rip. Yeah. (laughs) No, rip it. (laughs) 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 Sorry. I was like just hitting the packs too. Oh, <laughs> fucking <God>. racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was excellent. I was unprepared emotionally. Um, okay. Well, that was not bad. Big thunder wave, but just two damage. Yeah, literally the gang's like, what the fuck? Like that tickled. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. You even make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> so we'll gag. Oh, gag. This doesn't happen to be a spell targeting just it sh- me, is it? It isn't. Unfortunately, Gag also had to go. Rip. Well, I got a 19. Hey, that's good. 
All right, you and Geg both save, but you're still going to take half damage as out of this cloud of lightning, cloud of fog of bolt of lightning comes out. Jesus, spoilers. I take it this is actual lightning damage? Your boy is resistant to lightning damage. Nice, so is Geg. So I'm gonna take quarter damage. So uh, 20 halved to 10, halved to five for both of you. Holy Easy. shit. Yeah, nice. This, this quickly turned from a worrying <laughs> encounter to one that we can handle, <laughs> albeit a little with a little more difficulty. Like, Still a little worried, but <laughs> oh, I, we, can I mean, we can do it. Don't forget that I have an Ifriti. What? I never forget that. I know. I <laughs> have an Ifriti. Fucking moment. Although that Ifriti could always attack you. It's so. a z- zero to zero one to ten. It attacks us. <laughs> uh, and that's a that's a tough enemy. Uh, Grana, your turn. I can only imagine. But if I get ninety one to a hundred, that's wish. Yeah. Okay. I want to first attack Orange, who is right in front of me. Indeed. Using my Dragon Slayer short sword. Hell yeah. They're a dragon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Come on. Oh, that one. All right. Reroll. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. All right. That's a 16 plus 7. A 23 <gasps> nice. to hit. That'll hit. Cool. So that's 1d6 plus 5. Yeah. This is against orange. Yeah. Um, that's only 7 piercing damage. They had six health points left. Grana the assassin. (laughs) Yeah, you just fucking get in there and uh, take them out. Uh, They're fucking down. You take them the fuck out. The blue goes, where'd they go? (laughs) Um, Okay, I want to call forth. I want to cast Healing Spirit, and I want to... Angry Healing Spirit. (laughs) Yeah, I want to put it more like uh, over here, and then I want to go into its space so I can heal myself. Nice. Okay. Will, will that heal anybody or just allies? Let me see. Until the spell ends, whenever you or a creature you can see moves into the spirit space for the first time on a turn or starts this turn there, you can cause the spirit to restore 1d6 hit points to that creature. All right, so no, action, no action required. So I will heal for five points. Nice. Something. It's something, all right. It sure is. Carmi? So, so yeah, it looks like it will heal anyone who moves into the space, but nice. try okay. to get it out of the way. Um, okay, so uh, talk me through. So I saw this kind of glint, and you said it was out of the corner of my eye. Like, what direction is that, roughly? You rolled a nine, so it's hard to keep track. Uh, like, uh, I guess right or left. Like, did, like, do I not know between right or left? Uh, right. Okay, and then the slashing damage I took... What direction did that come from? Again, just r- like right, left, front, or back? Uh, front. Okay, okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I can't even see where I'm at, and that's perfect. Um, I'm gonna move forward five feet and swing again. Okay. Um, and so now this next round, there's, ah! Sorry, um, there's no more, at this point I'm declaring there's no more advantage on attack rolls against me. Yeah, um, I, I just removed the rook from you. Cool. Ah, perfect. Um, all right, so I'm going to swing with disadvantage, I'm assuming. That's a nat one. That just is. Uh-huh. All right. Um, fuck my... Nope. Party inspiration is... Nope. Uh, okay, uh, I guess I'll go for that second swing. You know, what the hell? Yeah. Um, 
That's going to be, oh, well, it's already done. Um, yeah, no, it's done. Nope, nothing. Okay. Yeah, you continue to sort of struggle in this fog. That's going to be Gig, who is going to turn to this wizard, uh, and it's going to attack viciously. Get it, Gig. Um, so Gig gets two attacks. That's first one's going to miss, uh, but the second one definitely hits. That is going to be... 13 damage against this wizard. Um, And then he is going to use his bonus action to do an ensnaring strike as he hits this. Uh, No, actually, you know what? He's going to do something that I can't believe I wasn't letting him do before. Um, He's going to do a smite. Nice. So uh, you see his sword lights up with a bright light, and he does an extra 3d8 radiant damage. That is 14 more damage. This wizard looks hurt, and they also grab their eyes because they've been blinded. (laughs) That's what I like to hear. Hell yeah. That's Geg's turn. Um, That's going to be B. So what do they roll? A d10 for confusion? Yeah, a d10. I'm sorry. All right, that's it. Two, so they're just not going to do anything. So then on to C, who is going to make attacks with disadvantage against Cormeth. Um, That's a 14 and a 7. <laughs> that's a 14 and a 10, so neither of its attacks hit. Sweet. Next one, both 11, so neither of those are going to hit. A 19 doesn't hit, right? Correct. Ah, uh, cool. On to the next one. Woo! <laughs> Weathered that one. <laughs> That's a 16. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, this guy's got different stats. Uh, That's a tw- 21. Against me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. Um, That is going to be nine slashing damage. All right. Um, then that's another 21 to hit because that's exactly what it was before. Yep. That's... Eight slashing damage, which would be halved to four. I forgot to have the other one, so make sure you do that. All right. And then 19, so it doesn't hit. Nope. All right, even. Sweet. I am going to attack that blinded wizard. Okay. After I use... Oh, let's see. Do I want... How do I want to attack? I can do... Oh, actually, uh, that wizard was blinded, so Gag is going to move out and into this thing. How much does he heal for? Um, six. Nice. He gives you a thumbs up. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. You, you were I'm going to use Planar Warrior and select the uh, wizard over there. I'm going to attack with my light crossbow uh, for a 28 to hit. So I'm yeah. pretty sure that'll hit. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh-huh. Damn. Uh, so all of the, uh, resulting damage becomes force damage, so that's, oh, rip. (laughs) Well, let's see, four plus, I need one more D8, uh, double rip, another one, jeez, that's five damage. Oh, no. Uh, (laughs) And then I'm going to, Hold on, hold uh, on. Uh, did you roll twice for that, or was that your first roll, the 28? Uh, 28 was my first roll. All right, roll one more time because you've got advantage because they're blind. Oh, nice. Well, oh, wait. If 
Uh, I didn't get an at 20, but if I have advantage, then I can use Elven Accuracy and re-roll one of those D8s. All right, there you go. They were both uh, ones, so subtract one from five, uh, which gives four, and I rolled a four, so that's a total of uh, instead eight damage instead of five, which is nice. Uh, And then I am going to... They look uh, so close to death. Yeah, I'm going to expend a Bardic Inspiration to use Psychic Blades okay. uh, and do an extra 3d6. Cool, you won't need it. They have one hit point. Sick. Uh, so, I well, mean, you won't, you'll need it, but you won't need to roll. I reach into their mind and I crush them. <laughs> yeah, they let out a... Ah, like From the a, void you came and blind to the void you return. And they die. Oh, God. That's sick. That's... Awesome. Way to go, Yeven. Woo! Okay. <laughs> Fucking cheerleader Grana. <laughs> woo! Just like like throwing up some like weapons and like magic. Like woo woo. Gay game whiskey. <laughs> still like a fucking cloud over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I hope you're doing okay in there, Cormeath. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the help. Let's go, Cormeath. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, you even make a dexterity saving throw. You got it. Yeah, Klaus still popping off. A 26. Oh, God. Also, is this a spell just affecting me? It sure is. (laughs) That I'm going to roll with advantage. Uh, And that wasn't better. Same thing. You're getting extra dodgy. Okay, well, so if dodge. I got in that 20, I could take no damage, so who knows? If you can dodge a wrench, oh, fair. dodge a spell. <laughs> so, uh, even you'll just take 14 damage as a fireball shoots out of this cloud of fog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How the D&D version patches O'Goulahan. Well, uh, even's not looking fantastic. <laughs> Gag's like, come over here. Uh, yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, but it's not your turn, so you won't. Uh, Grata. I will not. Who's left? Just blue, and then there's a big dark cloud. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. What to do? I will see move to where that dead body is. Okay. <laughs> right there. <laughs> or maybe just a little bit back here. There. I'll be standing next to the dead body. And then I will cast or I'll use poison spray at blue. Okay. You extend your hand toward a creature. You can see within range. The creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw. That's an eight. That will fail. All right. So that does 3d12 poison damage, apparently. Five, seven. Oh, come on. I rolled as low as I could, really. All right, that's eight poison damage. All right, they are looking bloodied at this point. (laughs) Any wish damage? Like any damage you wish you could have had? I wish it hit them a little more. There you go. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Cormie. All right. um, uh, So I got a flurry of attacks. Can I roll for perception to see if I could, like, kind of tell where those came from? Yeah. All right. That's an 11. God damn it. I could be rolling so much better. I mean, honestly, like, you're in a magical cloud of fog, so, like, you should probably even do it with disadvantage, but 11's bad enough. 
Yeah, okay, fair. <laughs> okay, um... What the hell? Nothing's really working too well. So what I would like to do is yell out, I'm coming for you! And I'm gonna put my arms out wide and I wanna run 50 feet in a zigzag pattern and see if I can find somebody <laughs> to grapple. <Are> you... <laughs> He's just doing a sweep. <laughs> All right, can you can you display your zigzag pattern for me? Um, I don't know if I can, but I can try. I, I don't know where I am, so... Uh, oh, here, I'll help you out. Oh, wait, here, I, I can see there's, I've got a movement. To, yeah, no, I can see me. Okay, I know where I'm at. Um, cool. Yeah, you're So, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to do a zigzag. Let's see. It's 10, 10, that's <laughs> 20, 30, 40, 50. Okay, so kind of like this. Um, I want to end up over here. Like on the but edge. But you're starting over here. Yeah, I know. Well, that, no, I just wanted to clarify that because you immediately run into somebody. <laughs> Grappling. All right, roll a strength contest. All right. And I have to get this right. So, okay. Oops, that's a d12. <laughs> Not going to do the trick. Uh, it's going to be a dirty 20 or a 21. I've got advantage on strength checks with the gauntlet. Okay. Uh, well, you have, I, I believe it's once you get the gauntlet around people, you have advantage, but it doesn't matter because they got an 11. All right. <laughs> you you uh, grab onto this hobgoblin. Uh, you see them like very suddenly come up in this fog and they go, oh, captain. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, okay. So I, I suppose like I get two attacks, but that's the action. So I'm just that's like, I got to wrap. So you yeah, have I a bonus attack, action attack. You could do something, oh. but otherwise... Um, well, dude, what the hell? Um, finally, I got you. I'm going to roll the headbutt. Do you have a, do you have that as a bonus action? No, I don't. <laughs> I've got Damn. nothing I can do. You said bonus action, attack action, like threw me off. I've got no bonus action, bonus action attack, attack I can do. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll be able, you can headbutt on your next turn, but not I on I plan on it. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> Uh, that's Gag, who's going to be like, who's going to heal for a little bit more, I guess. How much is it? Oh, this will be the last heal then, if he's using it. Uh, sorry, only one. Okay, he's like, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. Right, Refreshing. And, and then the healing spirit goes away, because that was three. Uh, and then Gag is going to step into the fog. Um, let's see with disadvantage. Gag's in the fog. Um, ah, where'd he go? He is going to make a couple of attacks with disadvantage. Damn, Gag. That's a. He's with disadvantage. That's a 24 for his first one. And uh, with disadvantage, a 22 for the second one. So. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah. You know, not so bad. <laughs> so he's going to do 20 total damage to someone. Uh, that's going to be Blue, who will roll a d10. That's a 10. So on a 10, it's like uh, they can move and act normally. Uh, so they suddenly shake this off and are going to turn angrily to Yeevan um, and make two long greatsword attacks. Uh, well, that's a 7 and a, and a 15 to hit. Neither of those will hit me. Huh, weird. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all for them. 
This one that Cormeth is holding is going to try and break out. So go ahead and make a strength contest for me. All right. You have advantage now. Ugh. Yep. Uh, I'm going to re-roll that one. That was on a corner. Okay. Um, okay, so that is going to be... What was that? Uh, strength contest is going to be a 15 or uh, a 9. 15. Well, they rolled a critical failure. So. All right. Uh, if you want to do, like, uh, your unarmed attack damage to them, I'll let you squeeze them real hard. Will do. Uh, it's just seven damage. Yeah. All right. Bad turn for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then one is going to try and uh, swing at Koromith and is going to yell, Captain! Captain! I-, I think he's got one! And the other one goes, Help! <laughs> um... That is a critical failure for the first one. <laughs> um, and uh, 10 for the next one. I'm going to say on a critical failure, they actually are going to accidentally attack the person you're holding. <laughs> They're like, no, Greg. 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 Everybody's favorite accountant slash lawyer. Four. Four damage. <laughs> like, my name is, my name is Geeg. <laughs> we got Gag, Gig, and Greg. Yeah, and Gobi. Gobi. <laughs> Lots oh, of G names. Gobi's here? Can't wait to slaughter his ass. No. <laughs> this would not be a very pivotal moment for me to be like, hey, you know your enemy, your, your like arch enemy who you all hate, who betrayed <laughs> you? Well, he's just attacking you in front of Leodrell with some, some hobgoblins. <laughs> you know, that's his style. Okay, um, Greg, Gig, Grana. <laughs> Gobi Gobuscus Dodgerbuns <laughs> Lots of names Gag Sorry, Gag's like Whoa Grana I didn't know you You spoke The frog language <laughs> <laughs> Well Good thing it's disadvantage Cause he would have crit Um That Doesn't hit That Will hit And that Will also hit Gag is doing so much better now that I know he's resistant to all kinds of damage. <laughs> Yeah, even. All right, all right, all right. What's uh, what's uh, what's the situation here? I got, I got blue right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Is blue blue broke out of confusion? Yeah. So now that I don't have to worry about maintaining confusion anymore, uh, I'm gonna cast dispel magic on this cloud, and I'm gonna cast it at a. I'll cast it at a third level. Okay. Um, it is a second level spell, so it goes away. It immediately ends. Uh, you see it no. suddenly wisps up uh, into nothing, and you can see the situation going on here. And then... I don't think I can do anything else right now. You got a bonus action? I guess I'll give Koromith some Bardic... No, Koromith already has Bardic Inspiration. I'll give it to Grana. And I'm going to call out, uh, if anybody got a healing spell, I could probably use one. You should have run into the healing spirit when you had a chance, bud. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, Cormeth and Gag uh, make dexterity saving throws. All right. Oh, I get advantage on dex saving throw. So that is going to (laughs) be a nine or... Uh, an 18. I think I'm going to take the 18. <laughs> Gag got an 8. Well, okay. 
Um, oh, Gregory. Uh, okay, so luckily both of you get halved damage. So that's uh, seven bludgeoning damage, halved to four, halved to two for you, Cormie. All right. Um, and then it's also going to be, oh, that was lame. Nine, halved to five halved to three for you, Cormith, as uh, this huge hailstorm appears and uh, rains down hail on uh, you and Geg, um, just slamming into you. Uh, it is going to be difficult terrain in a 20-foot radius now. Okay. Um, do do I see this coming from an individual? comes from above. Uh, the, the, the spell itself, because I'm trying to figure out if I can use Arcane Rebuke or not. Uh, no, you don't see them. Okay. It would have been cooler, but uh, we rolled pretty low on the damage, so that's the end of their turn. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, you and Gag are both going to take an extra 2d6, so that is 8 halved to 4. Oh, wait, no, this <coughs> isn't a type of damage. It just is 8 additional All right. damage. All right. Well, Gag because is- I just don't feel like taking that for the time being. I'm mm-hmm. going to roll Stone's Endurance. Cool. Um... And that's going to be a seven. <laughs> nice. So, so you just take one. One damage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Grana. Okay. Um. Did that oh, plus ice... Two. Oh, did that hailstorm of... Okay, that came from the enemies. Yeah. Correct. I mean, did it wasn't it... just like a naturally occurring hailstorm. That did, it, did it affect them at all? No. The hailstorm, uh, hailstorm seemed to just... Uh, it was just... My team melt before they uh, reach them. Okay, then I want to cast Earth Tremor so I can try to knock them prone. Okay, in that uh, where the fog cloud was. Let me see. It is a ten foot radius. Cause Tremor the ground within range. Oh, the range is ten feet. Okay, so you'd have to get. I would have close. to get closer first. Hang on a second. Oof, that would be close. Hey, I've got plenty of hit points. Like, don't I'll worry go. about knocking me down. I'll go here. I guess I'm within reach of that guy. But yeah, I'll cast Earth Tremor right there where I'm pointing. What's the saving throw? It is dexterity saving throw. Excellent. I got advantage. All right. So two of them are going to go. That's a four and a 12, which I'm guessing aren't going to save. Yeah, those will miss. All right. So dex saving throw, that's going to be a 15 or... That'll save. Okay, good. That's a 20. Just to see if it's really cool. Yeah, nope. It turned out to be a uh, six. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 15. Yeah, 15 will save. All right. So all these motherfuckers fall prone. They fall prone, uh, and then they take 1d6 bludgeoning, or sorry, 2d6 bludgeoning because I'm casting at a second level. Oh, dude, good spell, man. That's kick ass. They take six bludgeoning damage, and they are not prone. And now it is difficult terrain for them, too. Ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry, Cormeth, you're just stuck. Sorry, sorry, Cormeth and Gag. That's You're all right, dude. Talking some bad terrain right now, yeah, dude. Gag is like frog kind, so they don't really have difficult terrain. Have you ever, dude? Have you ever seen them on a screen door? That's not difficult terrain. No, they they can just oh. jump. It's all good. Exactly. They got grippy, grippy not how difficult terrain and, works, but sure. And, I mean, he could just jump twenty feet straight up in the air. So, <laughs> sure, or sorry, ten feet straight up in the air. Yeah, you know, you, you know how it goes when, when you're a frog creature. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. 
Yeah, he can just fucking do that. He can just jump 20 feet without running. Boing. Yeah. Okay. And then as a bonus, actually, I'm going to use second wind nice. to regain some health points. Health points. All right. So that is seven healing. Cormie. Yes, I was hoping I was next. Um, okay, so I am not prone, correct? But everybody around me is prone. Um, so one thing that's kind of weird is like Red is grappled by you. Right. So they, I mean, they're kind of prone, but also they're grappled by you. Because I guess where I want to go with this and maybe let me know what you want me to roll or, or if this can be done at all. It's like I want to rise up and get an advantage on red commander thingy uh green is the boss green is the boss i yep i want i want that boss i want to go fucking do business so are you are you letting go to the other one yes cool they follow the ground run okay (laughs) (laughs) all right um i have you now and now i'm gonna roll come on this is gonna be advantage because they're prone yeah okay so i'll roll 2d20 uh, it's a 13 or a 2. I will certainly take a tw- uh, 23 to hit. 23 to hit? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you hit? Yes. All right. 2d6 plus 6. All right. God damn it. 6 and 6 is tw- 12 uh, slashing damage. Okay. They're looking pretty hurt. Yes. All right. Why won't you stay down? And that's going to be a 23 to hit. Okay, yeah, that'll hit. And God damn it. That was the exact same two rolls. Every roll was the exact same. All <laughs> of those die with the exact same both times. <laughs> Five and a one. I, I got a 13 and like an eight. That was like the same fucking thing. All right. Cool. All right. Well, 12 slashing damage. Still alive. Yeah, I, I can't think of a bonus action I would want to take, so I'm done. Okay. Then Gag is going to cast... Where did it go? Where did it go? Aura of Vitality. That sounds like an ad that I would see for a product at Marshall's. <laughs> oh. Like, where did it go? Aura where did it go? Vitality. Aura of Vitality. All right. So, um, Gag is going to... Uh, so, Gag can uh, now use his bonus action to give anybody in this ring 2d6 health. He's going to use that on himself because he's looking pretty bad. <laughs> Um, and that is his turn. Um, that is going to be blue. I forgot about them over there for a minute. Who's gonna fucking attack even because what else are they gonna do? God damn it, that's a seven and a fourteen to hit. Yeah, that doesn't do it. God damn it! You yeah, he yells, God damn it! So you just keep evading his sword attacks. Dude, you've been Vaseline in this battle. <laughs> I'm all slippery. Except for fire damage. Red is going to stand up and go, leave my captain alone! Uh, And is going to attack Koromith. All right. Well, it's okay, because it's a seven to hit and a 12 to hit, so it doesn't fucking matter, does it? (laughs) Koromith, you just fucking dodge. You're like, don't even give a shit. Whoop, whoop. This other one's going to stand up and is going to swing at Brana. Okay. That's a uh, 15 to hit. Miss. All right, the other one's a 13 to hit. So fucking Miss. all y'all are just dodging. Um, that is going to be the boss who's going to stand up. Um, Bring it. 
and is going to attack Koromith. Um, that's a 25 to hit. Yeah, of course. Uh, second one is going to be uh, an 18 to hit, which I don't think hits. Uh-uh. And the third one is a 24 to hit. Yep. Um, he's going to yell, you fuck! And is going to... Naughty language. Yeah. Uh, we'll do 16 halved to 8 damage, uh, and then you see this red glint on their sword as uh, he does another 18 non-halved damage. All right. Yeah, not looking great. All right. Even. Okay. Let's... How's, how's Blue looking? Uh, Blue's looking uh, pretty winded. Uh, definitely bloodied. Pretty winded, definitely bloodied. That's kind of what I like to hear. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am going to cast a uh, fifth level shatter. Okay. Ooh. So that it catches blue. Where and are you just centering blue. it? Okay, so you're just you're you're just. I don't. Yeah. Cool. It's, cool. it's a pretty small area. It's only a circle <laughs> of ten feet. Yeah. So I'm just. I'm like. I I need to not get hit anymore. And I know that blue hasn't hit me for a little bit, but I'm also not looking super good. Sure. So I'm going to make sure or do the damnedest that I can to kill blue. I don't know what they're up to, but they need to make a DC 16 constitution saving throw or they're going to take 68 thunder damage. Well, that's a six. Perfect. (laughs) That's what I like to hear. That's 21 damage. Uh, You kill him. Hell yeah. Uh, you you see them grab their ears, uh, blood starts seeping out of their ears, and then they fall to the ground dead. Oh god. Yeah. It's gruesome. I, uh, I watch them I watch them bleeding from the ears as they fall to the ground and I uh, I say I'd say something cool, but you couldn't appreciate it anyway. What is the last <laughs> word? <laughs> what 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 are you saying? <laughs> Uh, and then I don't happen to have a bonus action healing spell anymore, do I? I definitely do not. Cool. I mean, you could move into this area effect so that Gag could heal you for five. Ooh, but. that would be super nice. I will definitely do that, actually. Send to here. Yeah. I'll keep pointing at it in case you what want to move there. Wait, can I move fully? I have to move fully inside or can I just touch it? Yeah, I don't want anybody coming after me, so I'm just going to move over here if that's acceptable. This is acceptable. And then how much do I heal for? Uh, well, it has to be Geg's turn. Ramp. All right. But Geg's turn is pretty soon, so. That's fair. Uh, then I'm going to, yeah, I'm done. That's all I got. All right. Um, a perception check, you a say? perception check, because you have a pretty high passive perception, right? I have a 14 oh, as okay. my passive perception. This was higher. Oh, your passive insight, that's why. My passive insight's pretty high. Would you like me to continue with my perception check anyway? Yeah, that's, that's fine. Okay, uh, I got a nat 20. Uh, well, that's pretty good. Uh, let's see if Grana also sees. Grana, do you want to roll a perception? Per- perception, okay. Um, it's not good. It's a four. Yeah, that's not very good. Even you see that this next spell flies out from here. Can I yell over there in the woods? And I point. Sure. But first, uh, they're going to make an attack against Koromith. Bring it. Uh, I personally did not see where you were pointing. So, <laughs> perfect. How in character? Well, yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's a uh, an eleven. <laughs> well, no. Nope. You yeah, see this acid know. arrow just like goes into the dirt in neck behind you, like. <laughs> That was a fucking waste of a spell, Jesus. <laughs> that's that's all that it can do. Grana. Oh no, I should have been preparing my next move. Um you could hold it. I, I think I'll just attack pink right next to me with okay. my during a slang short slord. Short slord. Short slord. <laughs> um, that's a twenty-six to hit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, dude. That's an 11. Piercing damage. All right. Very nice. All right. Are you doing anything with your bonus action? No. Okay. I'm good. Uh, Cormies. It may be the last thing I do, but I'm going to take you down. And I'm going after the captain here. So let's see. In First green. attack is going to be a 29. Yeah. Yes. Two to six plus six is going to be six and two is, is eight and six is 14 slashing damage. You want to tell me how he dies? Um, Ooh, nice. All right. Yeah. Um, Doom Killer settles into just above his clavicle, but goes a little deeper than it has before. And I can see the change on his face as it changes from hatred to nothing. Hell yeah. Yeah. I rip it out and he falls to the ground. Um. Yes. The... Yes. Uh, the, the two next to you, uh, yell, you bastard, you'll pay for this. <laughs> and then, uh, it's Geg's turn. Yes. He's going to use his bonus action to give Yeven six hit points. Sweet. Um, and then he is going to fly out and attack Red. Wait, how much did I get from the, uh, the aura? Well, that's the six. Oh, that's the six? All right. Yeah. He is going to attack red. Two attacks. Oh, that's a nat 20. Nice. Dude, sweet. Uh, and a 14, which doesn't hit, but nat 20. <laughs> um, so Gag is going to do uh, 18 damage to Ooh, red. Red damn. looks really bad. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and Gag is going to use another fucking blinding smite, which is just straight up gonna kill this this one because they only have four hit points left. So uh, Gag <laughs> with a with a glowing sword just cuts through this uh, hobgoblin, and you, you see the one go, you you, you bastard! Looks afraid. Grana, as I've seen before, you have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> Like skills to make a hobgoblin uh, fear you. <laughs> Maybe. Like, um, make you a hobgoblin's worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think you should maybe finish them. <laughs> uh, Pink is going to take one swing at Grana and one at Carmi. So the one against Grana is a seven. Miss. Woo. One against Carmi is a 22. Uh, I knew it was going to hit. I knew it. <laughs> Corby's a bigger target. Um, that's eight damage, have to four. All right. Yeven. All right. We got two or just the one? Two. You saw somebody firing from over in the woods. Oh, I did see someone fire from over in the woods. Into the woods. Um, 
Do I have any spells that will help me? This person is just hiding, right? Yeah, and you can see them. Oh, I can see them? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to reveal them to the others. That's fair. I am going to. So I have to remember that they haven't seen him. <laughs> I am going to cast compulsion on whoever is in the woods. It's a DC 16 wisdom saving throw. That's a three. Yeah, that's a fail. Uh, so what are you having him do? So it says that I can only make them move in a direction that's horizontal to me. Okay. So I am going to command them to, let's see, a direction that's horizontal to me. Can I get them to move like this way? Sure. They have to use all of their movement. Um, here, I'll reveal them now that they're um, now that they're definitely able to be seen. Yeah. <clears throat> so they're going to use all of their movement to. Can you point from them now? Yeah. I will make them move this way, however far their movement is. Okay. Because that will definitely expose them. Uh, but yeah, they, they do, are... They what? do take five damage as they fall out of the tree they were in. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, oh, interestingly. Uh, it's So it says the target isn't compelled to move into an obviously deadly hazard, such as a fire or a pit. Well... Falling out of a tree is not a pit. You got me. And a big open area is not openly deadly. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so they also only have to move on their next turn, and they can make an action before they move. Okay. Well, I won't remember, so I move them now. <laughs> Sounds good. And then that's it. Okay. Even's uh, running low on things to do. Well, it works out because that was their turn. Um, so they move and then they uh, sort of like catch themselves and like, huh, and they are going to um, sort of like look at Yeven and are going to shoot three magic missiles at him. Ooh, okay. Uh-oh. Rip. That is eight damage. Okay. I am going to use Hellish Rebuke. Is there a range on Hellish Rebuke? There is a range on Hellish Rebuke. Uh, the range is 60 feet. Cool. Let's see, first level Hellish Rebuke. As a reaction, 2d10 fire damage. Sweet. Yeah, that's uh, six damage, six All fire right. damage. Cool. Better do nothing. Garana. I will just keep swinging at pink with my sword. Sink, pink, sink, pink, sink, pink, sink, pink. Gah. That was not good. Um, a 15 to hit? Okay. Okay. That's all I got then. Cormeth, you saw Wizard. They dropped out of a tree and walked into plain sight. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. I'm going to close that distance because I felt a take weird... an opportunity attack from Pink. I'll take that. Okay. So I'm, I guess... Well, it's yeah. just a seven, so you're fine. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I'm going to close this distance to the wizard, and I'm going to swing on him. Okay. Um, I literally can't imagine you miss. That's a 19. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Okay. All right. Uh, so that's going to be a 2d6 plus 6. God, uh, 7 to 6, 13 slashing damage. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to roll my second attack. 
eat it, asshole. This would be a 26. Yeah. And so, oh, that's a six and a six. Yes. Um, that's 2d6. That's 12 plus eight. That's 20. Sla- or no, sorry. 2d6 plus six. That's uh, uh, 18 slashing damage. All right. Fair looking on death door. Yes. That was like the most damage I could possibly do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. So you end your turn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be Gag, who's going to point at this uh, wizard uh, and just is going to fucking <laughs> run over and he just t- bites him. He just takes oh. a bite. Oh. Uh, hits. <laughs> at seven damage, he kills the wizard. He bites the wizard Dude. to death. Hashtag gay gulp. <laughs> oh, um, my God. <laughs> you see Gag's fleshy, froggy mouth just chomps down on this wizard and they just uh, and fall down to the ground uh, dead. And then he just fucking leaps over. Uh, he leaps over Koromith and slashes at this hobgoblin. Um, that is going to be uh, 18 to hit, which will hit. Uh, and that is going to be... Um, 12 damage. This uh, this uh, pink is definitely bloodied. I love that Jag turned into John Wick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That is going to be pink's turn. Uh, They are going to swing out at this crazy fucking frog (laughs) and fucking miss (laughs) on both their attacks. Gag's just like swooping out of the way. Uh, Yeven. (laughs) Um, I guess I'll shoot at Oh, no, I won't shoot. I will use Chill Touch on Pink. Okay. And hope that I do enough damage to kill them. That's 16 damage. Do you have to roll a Oh, I do or? have to roll to hit. Yeah, I was like, All right, damn. that's a 19 to hit. That hits, and it right. does, in fact, kill them. Oh, perfect. I'm going to use my reaction to, uh, to steal their shadow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. Dope. Never uh, oh, please tell me what that uh, entails so that I know if I need to prepare something for that. Yeah. As a reaction, when a humanoid dies within 30 feet of you, you can capture its shadow until you use it or until you finish a long rest. As an action, you can use the shadow to disguise yourself as the dead person for one hour or until you end it as a bonus action. While disguised, you gain enough information to pass yourself off as the person. Another creature can detect the disguise with an insight check versus your deception check. Okay, so you now have a disguise as an Arsenian hobgoblin Ooh, in your pocket. That's a good one. Until yeah. our next long rest. Yeah, until our next long rest, which will probably be shortly. But yeah. I'm going to try <laughs> and use this shadow to impress my bow and maybe get some information out of it. I don't know. <laughs> good idea. Okay, sure. All right. Um, I want a perception check for any more enemies in these woods. Sure, go for it. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, you you scan these trees. It appears that they uh, felt that this ambush would be sufficient, so you don't see any uh, additional enemies. All right. Can I go snake? We, we did take down like seven of these guys, so. <laughs> and it was not easy. No, no it, was it was not. not. Was... We, we took like. Over an hour to do it tonight. So, <laughs> yeah. Y'all said you wanted to fight. Is there yeah. like a 
perception to see if I can detect any like traps or anything. Hold on, first you even was gonna ask something. Yep. Uh I wanna go grab the immovable rod. All right, yeah. Uh you want me to slip that in your inventory? You got it. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> Added. Sweet. Uh Cormeth, what were you gonna do? Uh I just wanna like check for traps, you know, okay. like like on the path forward. Yeah, or investigation. Like, yeah, I do. Right. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I think I get a plus zero on investigation, and I do, so it's a solid five. A solid five? Uh, Cormies, you you really can't tell. You just sort of stare, and uh, you're like, you you don't know what you're looking for. So after a while of like looking like you're investigating, you're just like, um, it looks clear forward. <laughs> I roll a deception check. I don't know. <laughs> That that no, that's his honest truth. Like that's what yeah. he knows. So it's not a deception. Yeah, yeah that's just that's the fucking God's <laughs> honest truth right there. Looks good. Lol. Okay. I want to go search the body of the leader and then methodically search the bodies of everybody else. All right, roll an investigation check. <laughs> search the leader and then methodically search <laughs> the others. Yeah. I'm going to do cavity there's, searches. There's no method <laughs> to your search of the leader. Uh, no, you know, exactly. You check between his toes, and then you open up his mouth, and then you look in his pockets, and then you check oh, his butt. Oh, what the hell is going on? That's my third nat 20 tonight. Nice. <laughs> Jesus. You sound like you're complaining. <laughs> I, it's, it's surprising. <laughs> Just I don't roll understand. With it. Just I'm having roll a good time with it. Feeling, it's working out soon, really well. As soon as you call it out, it will yeah. stop being that way. So You're gonna get a, a night of ones a now. <laughs> oh, rip! It'll be all that ones. Um. Okay. Yeah. You you look around. You see all of the Arsenian hobgoblins have like these. Um, they have a little bit more symbology of the stone fist. Uh, their armor is painted with it. And of course, they have the same kind of necklace that exploded into the shards that you just got removed from Grana's hand. And you do find a missive that has a depiction of, of Grana on it. <gasps> That's me. Mm. I, uh, I show it to the crew and I say, uh, looks like after having lost track of, uh, of Grana... The uh, stone fist is maybe out to try and uh, hunt us down now that they don't know what our plans are. So good. Let's uh, would not surprise me if we ran into more stuff like this in the future. Yeah. I mean, let's stay one step ahead of them. Let them fall into the meat grinder. <laughs> Rana, we, we've got your back. Thanks. I know they're just like really looking for all of us and they don't have one step ahead of us at this point anymore. So Well, let's let's be honest, they're probably afraid of me. They are probably <laughs> yeah. intimidated by me. Hey, we all did damage here today. So <laughs> um it's not just the Cormy show. <laughs> all right. And then uh otherwise uh Yeven, you uh you find some like weapons that they were using you find uh a couple of other like uh you find some money but like i don't know if that's very useful to you at this point i um, mean i'll take it but yeah you find like two 250 across these various hobgoblins cool. um, i split that four ways 
And then um, you find one more note that uh, that's just says uh, moving house with magic items inside, question mark. Nice. <laughs> Warehouse. Yeah, I uh, I make a mental note to uh, try and find uh, Franklin sometime in the future, but I'm all, I'm not too worried about it right now. Uh, do any of these weapons look pretty uh, like they're pretty at standard. all decent? They're pretty standard. Yeah. All right, I'm just gonna leave them here then. I don't need that. <laughs> Toss them aside. You just throw you 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 look at them and you you sigh and you toss them you toss the last one into the big pile of swords that you collected. You're like I, uh, I need these. I practice my knife throwing as a ranger with a sword. With a sword, and I use the bodies as target practice. Jesus, I think this is like a war crime. Dude. It like- definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> You're arrested. <laughs> yeah. A new campaign starts where people hunt down Yeven for his war crimes. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> right. Charles Taylor. Yeah. Like, good lord. Grana's been running, rubbing off on me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blame it. Dude, can you imagine that at the Hague? Yeah, Yeven does not use the bodies as target prey. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. That would be really good imagery, though. Actually, uh, Yo, instead of, I can imagine of, the Netflix special. No, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> instead of instead of just brutally desecrating the bodies, I think even would actually like to uh, treat the bodies with a little bit of respect. And after having gathered all of their uh, gathered all of their stuff, uh, I'm gonna like make some. Uh, I don't know, like makeshift, like a makeshift pyre or something for each of them and i don't know maybe pray to thrazadun and just be like yeah what a hard right just got made like hang on (laughs) oh hey like even was gonna brutally desecrate the bodies and instead is gonna show some respect (laughs) and pray for them instead as a funeral (laughs) what the fuck dude you're throwing asses into them hold up to be fair I did roll a nat one. <laughs> oh, Charges are being brought at the Hague. Like, and I'm not going to give you bountiful luck on that. So oh, yeah, no, that's, no. What you get. that's what you get. <laughs> Gag walks Rana over says, and he's like, you should have desecrated the bodies, you <laughs> wimp. Gag, uh, Gag walks over and he goes, uh, even have you, uh, have you never prayed before? <laughs> Uh, Yevon's just kind of like, like hitting his forehead against the ground. <laughs> He's like, uh, no, Jake just I, like I, puts his, his hand between you and the ground and goes, shh, 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 shh. I just, I, I just, I feel like we're going to be responsible for so much death. And I did meet Frazadoon. I just okay, well, feel like these people should get something. But I don't know how to pray, Gag. So uh, you're gonna pray to choose a god of death. Let me let me give uh, let, here. Let me show you how. And he rolls a twenty-one, and he just does this beautiful prayer, like a beam of the clouds part for the first time you've been here. Like a beam <laughs> of light comes down on him. You see these bodies like uh, sink into the ground, uh, and he goes, "They've been returned to the material mother." <laughs> wow. Even like cries. 
I think that might be the most beautifully religious thing that even has ever experienced. Uh, Gag puts most. his arm around you and like pats your shoulders. Yeah. He goes, there, there. Now, next time, just don't do the forehead thing. Just, you know, focus on peace, you know? Okay. Peace. Not, not, not self-injury. I, okay. I understand. Yeah. Uh, Great. Now I'm going to go on the boat because I feel like death. Yeah, so I'll get on the Grandpa Gag. Well, uh, the Grandpa Gag's going to get on the Grandpa Gag first. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's I crazy. also need to, like, tend to some wounds. Like, Yeah. yeah. Uh, before I take a – well, okay, so I'll get on the boat, but I don't want to take my long rest yet. Okay. What would you like to I do wanna, instead? I would like to take out my my bow, uh, and I would like to get the attention of the cherubs uh, or the cherubim on the bow. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. And uh, and say, uh, I present to you the best disguise you've ever seen. They look skeptical. I, yeah, and I I would like to use my uh, I would like to uh, cast. Let's see. Disguise, well, first I'm going to cast... Oh, can I do this twice? I don't think I can, actually. So I'll cast Disguise Self uh, using my uh, using my uh, Mantle of Whispers. Um, so I gain a plus five to Deception checks. Okay. Uh, so let's roll that Disguise Self, and let's roll a Deception check plus 17. Uh, so add a 5 to 24 is a 29. Okay. Um, they, uh, they like, nod or like, ooh, ooh. So make a charisma check with advantage to impress them. Uh, charisma saving throw or charisma check? Check. They're not, they're not casting anything on you. You're not saving from them. You're just checking. Okay. Oh, I got a dirty 20 with advantage. Unfortunately, you need a 21 in order to impress them. No! No! Oh, no! Oh, God. I'm going to go drown my sorrows in a drink of liquor. You, oh, so sure. Close. Use him as a, Talk about making use, excuses. Yeah, use ah. him as an excuse. <laughs> Dude, I won't even tell you what I thought Even's prayer was to be so poor. <laughs> um, yeah, I can imagine. Okay. Um, yeah, so the, the cherubim don't hurt you, uh, but they, uh, they, uh, just sort of, like, uh, fly around on the bow, um, Wait, and, wait, mm-hmm. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, last time I tried to impress them, I rolled performance checks. Okay. They weren't, they weren't charisma checks. Well, that's my bad. Okay, they should have been charisma checks, or yeah. they should have been performance checks. They should have been charisma checks. Okay. Because uh, if you click on the unattuned curse spider, it actually tells you the DC. Oh, okay. Performance is charisma. That's right, but I have a plus eight to performance, okay. and I only have a yeah, plus have, four to charisma. All right, you have proficiency in performance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I see. Great. So y'all make your way out of Liadrell. Uh, this journey is going to take probably one or two days. Is there anything that you want to do at that time? I want to ask Gag, um, what did you see in Liadrell when they were testing us? Uh, roll a persuasion check. 
Uh, 10 plus 6. 16. Uh, okay. Um, you see he uh, gets kind of quiet, um, and he he sort of looks down at his feet, and he goes, uh, you know, just stuff from my, fa- my past. Uh, I, d- I don't know. I, I wasn't in there as as long as, as you were even, so it, it probably was, it was probably nothing. Can I roll an insight check? Yeah. To see whether or not Gag is, oh, well, I got a 13. You, you see, you know, Gag, uh, you know, Gag is not, like, lying to you, but, um, he, he's clearly, like, not opening up about it. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna press it then. All right. Y'all can take a long rest, of course. Hell yeah. Thank fuck. Does Bardic Inspiration survive between long rests or does it go away? No, it goes away. Okay, cool. I'll make sure to note that. And I would like to try and impress the bow again. Sure. Can I get, let's see, that's concentration. I, can I get Geg's help? What do you want to do? I, I want to show the bow something from the celestial plane because cherubim are are celestial right or are they fey so they are a celestial being but they can be from the fey wild so both. Oh, okay okay so then i'd like to go through kind of my my song repertoire and find a song about like like that just describes the beauty of of the like fey wilds or uh like some scene from the astral plane or something like that. Sure. Um, and uh, cast hallucinatory terrain okay. to make everything like to just build this like went, uh-huh. most wondrous, beautiful scene. I want Geg's help. Yeah. Well, either his insight uh, or like to cast, uh, if he has it, enhance ability. He does not have enhance ability. Okay. Then I'd like Gag's input on um, on, on, the on this. The religious uh, environment? Yeah. Cool. He did roll a 27 religion. So he oh, could definitely whoa. Be That's fantastic. He is, a, he is a paladin, so he is like a religious guy. Cool. Yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. So you can roll your charisma check with advantage. Okay. Here's one charisma check. That's a 15. Here's another charisma check. That's also a 15. Okay. Um, <sighs> the the cherubim um, uh, p- politely clap, and then you see that the uh, this like plain wooden bow like lights up with a beautiful scenery of like exactly what you just made, and they frolic in it. <laughs> but they made it for themselves. <laughs> Uh, even, even gets a good chuckle out of it and says, uh, yeah, you know, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Granis, you're piloting the ship. So do you want to give me just a quick survival check? Yeah. 12. 12. Okay. So the four of you are uh, traveling into this desert. You head straight from Leodrell into the great frozen waste and you, find that it is extremely cold. You aren't able to avoid the uh, whipping winds of this this place. And so uh, everyone give me uh, survival checks. 
uh, which can is going to determine do. cold. And Karmath, you can do yours with advantage because you... I have an advantage against. Okay, so it's going to be a 19. Or nat 20 a, from Gig. I also got nat. I also got nat 20. God, I got a 19. Jesus. I also nice. got a 19. Okay, God. All right. As you enter this great frozen waste, uh, storms immediately begin to hit you. Uh, this thick, broiling winter storm that has been dominating the desert for as long as it has been frozen just pushes at all of you. Uh, but you are all able to maintain yourselves and are able to uh, not take any cold damage. You bundle yourselves up and you are able to push through. And after a few days of traveling, a couple times getting sort of uh, knocked off course or uh, getting a little lost, eventually you, you see in the distance a glow. Go ahead and everybody roll some perception checks for me. Uh, gonna be a big four. Nice. Uh, big seven. Uh, I got a 17. And Gag got a 14. So, even you see over in the distance a sort of like bluish yellow glow. And the wind is sort of blowing in all of your eyes, so it's difficult to see. But, even you're able to make out some like igloos and some structures. I see uh, in, the, in the distance, there's a maybe a town? How could that be? Are you uh, sure there's no tears? My eyes are tearing up. I can't see anything. You might just be seeing artifacts. No, it's 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 definitively some sort of yellow and blue glow, and I I see like structures, like houses, buildings. Well, let's go that way. Okay. Uh, yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Do you want to uh, say the the magic sky skimmer word? Because I didn't make you say that when you left. I mean, the word is yeehaw, but we've already been. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We've but that, doesn't mean, that doesn't mean it's not fun to hear you say it. Yeehaw! Thank you. Yeah, you uh, you begin your approach of this area, um, and as you get closer, you see a little bit of activity uh, around the area, and then uh, you see, uh, as you approach and uh, near this, you see a couple of well-wrapped-up tabaxi coming towards you. More tabaxi? Wow. Um, are they within shouting range? If you continue to approach, yeah, they'll be in shouting range because it's pretty fucking windy, so it's hard to yell for too long. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to kind of approach to, to where I think they might be in shouting range, and I'll, I'm going to say, which one of you knows River? Uh, they look at each other, and then they both raise their hands. All right, you and you, come here. They make their way over to you. Um, you see uh, that there are, uh, like I said, two of them. Uh, you see one who is darker and one who looks a little bit more like a snow leopard. Uh, and okay. they climb up onto your ship uh, and uh, the uh, darker one speaks and says, Hello, uh, what brings you to the West? We're looking for the fairy wild. And it looks like we need a little bit of help in this mess. Uh, yes. Uh, well, you have uh, chosen an interesting route, but come, come with us. Come inside. Get out of this wind. Uh, right, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to motion to the rest of the crew, like, like, come on. Like, like we got to go. Can I roll an insight check? Sure. I'm, I, dude, I'm totally trusting. <laughs> I got a 14. So I just kind of look at at, uh, Coromith and um, the uh, the 
uh, snow leopard looking one goes, it's okay. We are friends. Uh, and uh, she seems pretty just, genuine. All right. Anyone who just kind of shrugs in, and anyone who lives in these conditions is a friend. <laughs> There's no way they are coming to <laughs> like you know come at us. So yes, even uh, shrugs and and says, uh, if it gets me out of the wind, I'll go anywhere. Yeah, come on, again, come on. After, I'm right behind you. Um, they lead you uh, into this sort of igloo town, and uh, when you get inside the the wind is sort of dulled as you're in this igloo, which is surprisingly warm inside. It is a, a pretty comfortable temperature and they, they gather you around a, a fire that is in the center and uh, they they turn to you now uh, and the darker one says, uh, I apologize for not introducing myself earlier. My name is a Shadow on the Dune, or, but you can call me Dune, Zezem. Uh, and the other one goes, and I am light through the cloud, uh, but you can call me Cloud, she, her. Thank you. And uh, what are your names? <laughs> I'm Grana. And this is Cormeth and Even. <laughs> Hi, I'm and Even. I, he, I'm Gag. He, him. And he, him. Gag. <laughs> yep. Uh, 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 welcome to our uh, humble village. Uh, you... Uh, uh, here, uh, please take uh, take take this and uh, and get warm. And they they hand you all some uh, food and uh, hot drinks. It's like uh, some sort of like hot kind of tea and uh, uh, like a kebab style uh, meat. Um, mm-hmm. And they they sit down with you around the fire uh, and say, uh, "We certainly do not get a lot of visitors, especially not asking uh, uh, about my." Uh, uh, my my grandfather. It's your gr- and I'm just gonna like hold on to what I was given, uh, and just be like, was your grandfather leaping river in the morning? Yes, leaping river in the morning. River uh, was my great uh, great grandfather. What do you know about your great grandfather? What do you know about Promise? Oh, uh, well, uh, we know uh, quite a bit. Uh, well, at least uh, Promise's time here. That is. <laughs> That is why we spend our time here. It is not because of this uh, pristine weather. <laughs> uh, they they sort of uh, laugh. <laughs> you see uh, a couple of other uh, tabaxi come in uh, and uh, Dune waves them in and says, Ah, yes. Uh, uh, could I also introduce a star in the ice uh, or ice, she, her, or, and uh, strider of drifts, a strider, he, him, uh, they are other guardians of the portal to the Feywild. Uh, and they, they sort of nod at you, but are, are silent. Um, and, uh, but they do join you and uh, eat some of the, the food and drink. Um, and uh, Dune starts talking and says, uh, many, many years ago, uh, River uh, came here with a promise, but uh, when they originally uh, came here, this was a, a very different place. It was, uh, uh, it was a, a true desert, you know, uh, hot and sandy and not covered in uh, this, this storm. Uh, when they... Uh, began their quest here, they, uh, uh, they had a, a powerful magical 
artifact. Uh, before, there used to be a, uh, a kind of uh, uh, oasis here, uh, but when uh, this item was used, the, the door closed and uh, this, this storm has been raging since. Uh, for many generations, uh, my tribe has has come here, uh, and we uh, we are brought here when we are are young, and uh, then we are told about the history of the great hero Promise and his his uh, aid, uh, Leaping River in the morning, uh, and. Uh, we can choose to come back and uh, serve our purpose here in in protecting this place. Uh, we built up uh, these this igloos and uh, these structures to keep us safe from the, the brutal weather. Uh, the rest of the clan lives uh, just safe of here in, in the foothills of the mountains. Uh, but uh, this this doorway, I'm, I'm afraid to tell you, has been uh, closed for very long and there has been uh, uh, almost nothing that has happened in this area for uh, a long time. There was uh, only only one time that anything has happened since it closed. What was that? I, uh, I was not here, but uh, my father was and... Uh, he, he never, he, he, they say that there was a, a normal day, the winds were whipping, the snow was blowing, but something else happened, a, a flash of dark lightning appeared. It came upwards from the ground and something, some item was left there. Where it, uh, where it had struck, and my father was the one who, who found it, and he took it away from the great frozen desert and hid it somewhere, because he said it was uh, too powerful for anyone to find, and uh, he never spoke of it again. Can I? That's not helpful. <laughs> Can I make a history check? Because sure. I feel like we've seen something that made like a bright flash of darkness before, right? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh, personal history roll, so roll it with proficiency and advantage. With proficiency and advantage. See? Okay. So that's... So how do I know if I'm already... I already have my proficiency built in. Do I add it again? Yeah. Okay. So the first roll was then a 15. Second roll was a uh, 17. 17. Uh, okay. Um, even uh, as, uh, as Dune says this, um, you have this flash of memory of looking into uh, a void as the Kanku opened a doorway and seeing something that looked like a dark flash of lightning. Uh, he even kind of furrows his brow and says, uh, I, you said a, a, a bright, a bright black flash. 
right? I, I know that this sounds impossible, but this is what my father told no, me. No, 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 it does not sound impossible. I've, I've seen this before. You have seen the, the dark lightning? Uh, oh. yes. Um, I think twice now. Uh, it happens, it happens when a, a portal is made, I think by unnatural means. Specifically, I, I know it to happen in relation to the Kanku and how they move through planes. Hmm. Uh, this is interesting. I I, I do not... Uh, this, the Kenku uh, do sometimes stop by here. They are usually our only visitors, but uh, they, I have not seen any uh, dark light around them. I, I think usually they try to be pretty secretive about this. And I have just ended up in sort of the wrong place at the right time. But I, I really don't know for sure. At this point, I'm I'm really speculating. It's something I've seen before and I know is associated with the Kanku, but I know very little beyond that. Hmm. Uh, well, that is, uh, that is very curious, uh, but I... Uh... Still, I am. I am sorry that you that you came here for per, perhaps nothing, because, uh, like, like my husband said, uh, this is uh, it has been closed. I think. I think you you misunderstand. We come here for the Fey Wilds because it's time to open them again. Uh, all of all of their like ears perk up. Uh, one of them that had been kind of quiet, uh, Strider, uh, goes, You have the power to open up the Feywild? Uh, I look at Koromith and just kind of gesture. Fuck yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just say, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the tabaxi say, I, I don't understand. Uh, how can this be? Well, Cormeth here has a horn that has been recently reunited and uh, supposedly can open the door to the Fey Wilds. Uh, Dune stands up and they they approach Cormeth and say, "Please, if I if I may, may I see this?" I I, I will hold it up for them, but it's in my hands. Sure. Uh, they look it over. Uh, they do place like one sort of hand on it uh, and, and trace along some of the writing that's on it. I'm looking uh, nervous. And then uh, they they back up and they go, I, <laughs> I have heard so many stories about this. This is the horn. How did you, how did you come across something as, as powerful as, as this? You, you say you reunited it? Well, it's a long story, but to make it short, I kind of proved my worth a couple of times. <laughs> and then is, the horn reunited. That is very short, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very short. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. Well, um, we are, I, I believe we are supposed to, supposed to keep 
keep it closed. No, I mean, was there was uh, my my stories that passed down said that a, an evil would come if we opened this door. If, that is why we are stationed here. Is this? Uh, can I trust you? Can you trust me, or can you trust Doom Killer? And I'm gonna rip Doom Killer out. And I'm going to once again compare it to the sheath and be like, where does it go? Like, it's a, it's a ghost play, dude. Like, goes, uh, uh, Strider goes, uh, whoa, that is a big sword. Where does it go? I don't know. That's uh, what I've been trying to figure out. I'm just like, put it in the sheath and take it out. Like, where does it go? <laughs> The, the fourth tabaxi is like, this is incredible. There really are some sort of uh, uh, heroes, maybe. Uh, and uh, Cloud says, yes, yes, this is uh, this is encouraging. Uh, this is, uh, we have not seen such uh, uh, magical delights besides what the Kanku bring in, in very long, but I uh, I do still worry that, um, that that is not necessarily a marker of trust to have a, a big sword. Oh, I thought you were talking about me. Have a big magical presence, you know, and, and a, the biggest champion. I think I heard somebody say, uh, yeah, that, you could study oh. me. <laughs> she scoots slightly behind Dune. The biggest champion, you could study me. <laughs> she goes, no, thank you. I am married. <laughs> I didn't mean like that. I mean, you know, maybe take a couple of measurements, find out how you make a champion of your own. What? <laughs> <laughs> I am... I don't understand. Even leaves. <laughs> no, don't leave. Even, even leaves. Wow. <laughs> even leaves. God, I was, like, I was supposed to be like an even-centric arc and even this leaves. Is, <laughs> this is his kind of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> even down the wind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just feel... Well, uh, <laughs> I just go hang out outside for a little bit until I cool <laughs> down, and then I come back inside and I say, um, like, cool down? <laughs> <laughs> he got really horny, I guess. What the, yeah, no, I don't know what happened even either. Got red hot or super horny. Could be the same thing. I don't know. You even got just so embarrassed. <laughs> Geg is praying in the corner. <laughs> uh, I come back inside and... Uh, and uh, I say, I don't, I don't know what it will take for you all to trust what I'm about to tell you, but the evil that the Feywild was sealed to prevent from traveling between planes has achieved its its means through achieved parts of its goal through other means and has already begun to spread. Uh, Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. That's a 14. Um, they, they all look concerned. Um, uh, you see Strider does go, that is awfully convenient for the timing you are here. You are bringing us both the news that things are... Uh, uh, too late, and also that you want to get in. This is uh, highly coincidental, no? The, you, you bring un, deux, trois, human of you. I speak cat French. 
damn it. Do I? <laughs> do I have any way of showing them what? I, like of showing them like proof? Uh, it's really just Strider you have to convince. Um, okay. I mean, you. I mean, sure. That's a pretty open-ended question. Is Strider guess, capable yeah. of being convinced? Here, yes. Let me let me let me do the following. I'm gonna reach into my bag and pull out a cloud giant gold. Okay. And I'm going to hold it out and say, "Have you seen something like this before?" No. This is this is gold from the the demi plane of the giants. Okay, you have a big sword and a big thing of gold, and you go, trust me, open up this thing you've been protecting your whole life? We're here because Koromith is the blood of Promise, and we received the horn from Promise himself. Uh, they look at each other now, uh, and Dune says, why did you not say this before? Uh, you know, Kormith has an interesting way of demonstrating what he thinks is relevant now. Strider, uh, Strider uh, now uh, like nods solemnly uh, and, uh, and and nods to Dune, and uh, they walk over to Kormith and say, "This is this is incredible, Zen. No, uh, our our ancestors stood at the same point together." I tried to tell you. Mm. Yes, my grandfather did say that Promise could sometimes be uh, of giant demeanor. Meaning strong and powerful. I know, me too. Of course, of course. Uh, he, he he winks at Grana. <laughs> um, and Can I roll a perception did... check? <laughs> I, sure. Can I roll a perception check? <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you want to roll a perception check or an insight check? Inside, he just I guess. the first person he saw. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't roll very well, so. Uh, it's 12. Yeah. He's clearly, I mean, you know, that's, it's not enough to, it's, it's, it's plenty to know that he's just like, uh, you know, like giant folk. Am I right? Oh, he's just being friendly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, Dune says, well, I, um, I suppose that we could, uh, Yes, perhaps we should not waste any more time. If we are going to do this, then I feel there is no better time than now. Do you agree? That's why we're here. Okay. There's no time like the present. Uh, they they kiss their wife and uh, they say, uh, "Stand here just in case." Uh, Strider, ice you. Uh, keep a lookout from the other side of the the camp. Um. And then uh, they turn to the four of you and say, "Well, uh, follow me. I will. I will lead you to the gate." Uh, they take you outside. Uh, the the wind begins whipping around you once again, uh, and you walk for a little bit into the center of this camp. Um, you see that there's a couple of igloos. You see uh, Strider and Ice in the doorways. You see uh, Cloud is in the doorway that you came from. Uh, and in the center of this camp is this this frozen courtyard uh, with this green and uh, copper platform uh, sunken underneath a layer of ice and snow. Do you even uh, spy senses tangle? No. 
Interesting. Coromith, would you uh, would you do the honors? Is this something that Cormeth would have noticed from his time on the mountain? I can roll whatever. What What in particular? Because well, uh, like you mentioned, this like particular table, and I'm kind of wondering, like you know, what what I meant, what I like noticed this particular table. No. Okay. Uh, it's also on. It's also like in the ground. Okay. Oh. Cormeth, uh, I think you need to blow the horn. Well, uh, I never blew it before. Now's the time. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm going to take out the horn, uh, large side first, and I'm going to blow into the large side of the horn. Because <laughs> I don't know how to Sorry. blow a fucking horn. So I'm going to roll performance really? on that with disadvantage, and that's going to be a four or a two. So I'm going to roll a two. Even hangs his head in embarrassment, walks up to Koromith, and like places his hand out, like indicating he would like the horn. Oh, no. Koromith, have you not been to... I've, I've I thought you'd been to war before. Have you never seen someone blowing a horn? No, I was too focused on my enemy. Have you never been to a like a tavern where somebody was playing like a horn? You have to do blow I, from the small end. Yeah, it's the, Jake, the do small. I look like a tavern frequenter to you? It's well, just because I've been around. I mean, yeah, we've been to Grana a couple of taverns. Party <laughs> pretty hard, actually. Yeah. Yeah, blame it on Grana. <laughs> hey, like, what can I say? I like a beer, but we've been to a uh, tavern. Uh, well, like, yeah. What, what do you want me to roll for this? Uh, Anything? Just <laughs> let me know if you blow it. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, I'll, I'll turn it around because he even looked disappointed. And I'm going to blow uh, very softly on the other end. Okay. Um, You blow softly and you hear this very low tone. Um, it's almost uh, it's almost like um, the, the deep uh, growl of like a big cat. Uh, but as you blow into it, uh, there's a moment where the winds fall still. And as they do, you see, uh, as you're blowing into this, this green light uh, shoot through the spirals and the writing of this horn, and you see a glow about it. And there is a moment uh, as this light uh, ceases where nothing happens. And then you hear an enormous cracking sound. And as you hear this cracking sound, you see a huge sliver come out of this ice and you see that the this table in the center that was hidden under this ice opens. And as it opens, it dissolves. And from this point, changes start happening. The ice begins rapidly to melt. You see that the snows stop, the sky clears, blue appears above you and a moment later, there is an explosion of greenery as all of a sudden these reeds and trees and life start appearing around you as finally the great frozen waste thaws. And it takes a couple of minutes, but eventually you find yourselves in an oasis. Uh, and you see the tabaxi uh, look around their igloos rapidly melting, uh, yeah. and they take off their their coats uh, and look around. You hear the sound of birds in this place, and you you see this peaceful, tranquil teal water before you in this desert oasis that has sprung up after hundreds of years. I think he even just sort of stands in awe. And then after kind of collecting 
him himself after all that is gonna check in on his uh, portal senses. It explodes yeah. with feeling. I'm wondering if we are even still in the same plane or if we shifted. He even uh, falls not, to his knees. You did not hear any music, so you are definitely still in the same plane, but uh, this place has transformed. Uh, you see the other tabaxi come out now, and they smile, uh, and they begin to cheer. Uh, Snow runs up and jumps into uh, Dune's arms. Uh, they spin her around, uh, and they say, This is incredible. I, I cannot imagine an evil coming from this. Mm. Thank you for opening this door. Um, Is there anything that we can do for you? Well, we want to actually get to the Feywilds. We don't want to just open it up. We need to get to there. I believe that uh, your answer might be below, but I cannot... um, uh, This is Ice speaking now. Uh, It it is only right that um, one of us investigates this instead of letting you you go. I I will go if I do not return in two minutes. Do not come after me. And she dives into this water. Uh, you see her swim down and down and down until eventually you can't see her. Uh, and a, a moment uh, passes and then another and another. And then uh, suddenly you see floating rapidly back up is uh, ice and she breaks through the surface in the center of this this pond. Uh, she, she sort of splutters and coughs and says, it is incredible. It is, you have, and she, she starts like bark, bark, and she uh, swims over to the shore and uh, comes out and sort of like shakes herself dry and says, it, it is so wild. I, I have never seen anything like, like this before. I, I wish you much luck, great heroes. And uh, she she bows. I'm gonna bow in return, cause that's just what you do. Come on, man. I also bow, and yeah. uh, and I say thank you, thank you for your your faith, and uh, thank you for your hospitality. We'll return, but I don't know that our return will an event which brings good tidings. Um, they, uh, gr- uh, Dune grabs your hand and says, and we will watch over the portal as we have for generations. Okay, uh, can we just go in then? Yeah, yeah. Can you just, just dive in? Fill us in, planeswalker. Like, <laughs> I guess, uh, I, I take a second and I I can feel that the portal's down there, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I uh, just kind of steal myself. I take a big breath and I just dive in. Okay. Geg uh, Geg looks at uh, Grana and Cormeth and goes, "Y'all are gonna be okay with like water, right?" Oh yeah. I was the best swimmer on the Three Sisters. Uh- all right, I don't, I don't know where you'd swim, but all right, tap me if you need anything, cause I'll be fine. And he, he dives in and goes under the water and goes, see, uh, and starts <laughs> swimming down after you. And, and, I, and I'm just gonna jump in after Gag and said, we had natural springs. 
Uh, part of that turns to bubbles <laughs> as you yeah, jump yeah. into a pond. <laughs> Rana, I assume you follow. Yeah, I'm going to follow and I'm going to wild shape into a, like a shark or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the uh, four of you start swimming down, 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 and you begin to hear the familiar sound of the music that surrounds you when you uh, go between planes. Uh, a different sound for Yevon than it is for the others. And as you are swimming, Cormeth, uh, uh, suddenly there is a scarred tabaxi in front of you. Uh, and he grabs your shoulders and he says, From here on out, there may be times where you will not be the strongest thing you encounter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, even you see a uh, black and white porpoise uh, swim up uh, from the portal. And there's a moment where you are confused, but uh, the feeling clears as a familiar voice speaks in your mind as the aqua form of Thrasadude. <laughs> tells you oh, dang. <laughs> uh, he tells you that if you continue the creatures you face will cause great peril will cause us great peril will cause great peril uh, and Grana you see someone as well you see Elris who turns to you and says Grana help and then they all disappear and the group of you keep pushing through and swimming and swimming. And eventually you emerge. And there's a moment that goes by when you are in water and then suddenly you are on dry land and you see above you this twilight torn sky, half covered in stars, half sunset, half sunrise. You don't understand how you could possibly be looking at three halves, and yet somehow in this place it is possible. You see this beautiful nature spread out in front of you like nothing you've ever seen. You see trees and flowers and mushrooms. You see the glow of so many lights and you hear the sounds of a forest that is alive, breathing, full of creatures and danger and something else. And that's where we're going to end for today. Cool. Cool. Whoa. Oh no, something else. Whoa. I'm nervous getting those messages of like don't go forward yeah <laughs> but also grana's like oh hell yeah my brother's here i gotta find him <laughs> <laughs>